Welcome to the Tarot Startup Podcast. I'm David Harvey, the founder of Tarot Avenue. Along with my guests, we'll be offering strategies, tips and tools to help you launch, market and grow your tarot business. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, hello and a big welcome back to the Tarot Avenue podcast. I am David, your host and the founder of Tarot Avenue. And today I'm going to be looking at a topic that's, um, that I think is really important. Um, and it really is discussing what is content. And you will have heard the phrase banded around um, content is king. Um, that's that's something that's, that a lot of people are saying, um, have been saying for the last few years. But of course, I'm going to change it up and say content is queen. Um, being tarot readers, we love those queens. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I'm decided to change it. So the, the name of the episode is going to be what is content and why is content queen so there we go let's get into it um so what i wanted to do is just really give you some of the a bit of a rundown we'll just break down what content is and then give you a few examples of different pieces of content that you could produce as a tarot reader um because you know my purpose with this podcast is always to bring it back to tarot to keep it really relevant for you so you can take those tips and follow along and implement them and grow your tarot business which is what it is all about. So now content basically that is any way of you connecting with your audience. So that could be um, you know, we're going to get into it, but it could be through writing, it could be through video, could be through a number of different things. So that, so really just content is a way of you connecting with your audience. And then we think about why do you want to connect with your audience? Well, again, there's a few reasons there. Um, one reason is, and it's something that I always go back to, is you want them to know, like and trust you. So you think of the last time that you bought anything. Uh, for example, I mean, when you buy your coffee, you go to, you go to that particular coffee shop because you know, like and trust them. Um, it definitely helps if you know the people, if you like them, and you trust them in terms of that you know they're going to deliver you a good product. Um, so if there was a brand new coffee shop open next door, yeah, you might give it a go, but you're much more likely to give that loyalty to who you know, like and trust. And that, um, you know, when you're looking at somebody who's going to invest in a tarot reading from you, um, that could be quite expensive. You know, it could be quite a lot of money. So you definitely want them to, to feel like they have a good idea of who you are. And it, every piece of content you produce is an opportunity for you to show that you know what you're talking about and that they can trust you to deliver a great service. Now, another reason for producing content is the search engines love valuable content. So when we're talking about search engines, we're talking Google and Bing and all those different places that that people um, will search. Google is obviously the main one, um, but surprising, there's a few more catching on and I get a bit of traffic through, through different places, but Google is the main one. Um, and it's really, you know, once you get into the, the Google 
search kind of algorithms. It's almost like, um, you know, you can go down a rabbit hole with that. It goes on and on and it's very complicated and it's also ever changing. So it's not something that you can necessarily get on top of and you can't really cheat the system. Um, so what you will find is Google loves, um, will, will direct more traffic to your blog or your website if you're posting content at least weekly, um, if you if you're getting something two or three times a week, you're more likely for for Google to send people your way. And actually, I would say almost all my traffic has come um, through referrals and through Google. I haven't really done much advertising, um, but I would say that the majority has come through through Google. Um, so there are other search engines. So as I say, you 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 know the search engines once they can see that people are coming to your site because they have all this information, they can see that people are coming to your site, that people are reading your articles, they can tell if people are commenting, if people are sharing them, if people are staying on those articles for a while, um, or if people are interacting, then they're much more likely to send more people that way. And what always helps if people are, um, you know, if external websites are referring your piece of content as well and saying, oh, you should check out this article, if they're sending people your way, um, that's that's always a great way. The search engines love that as well. But when you're first starting out, what I would say is you want to post consistent content. And I, I really would say at least weekly, but you have to really start to think about what is achievable for you and um, you know set a minimum commitment for yourself and then make sure that you meet that deadline every single week um, and we'll go into there will be other episodes about how you can kind of manage those deadlines and how you can batch process to save you time and all those sorts of things so much to discuss um, but that's all good we'll, we'll get to that in other episodes so I think um yeah, it's really, um, really important to post that consistent um, content on there. Keep it valuable. Don't just put filler on there. Don't put something on for the sake of it. You really want to get good quality articles. And it does tend to take about, it really does take about six months for the Google algorithm to to kick in when you've got a new website. That's not to say that you won't get anybody straight away because you will. Um, if certainly if people are searching for specific terms, um, you you will they will find your articles. But you might be a bit further down in the rankings. Um, but when you get to that six month stage and you know they start to see that you have a few articles that people keep coming back to, um, you get a bit. More more known for that and then it starts to push you up the rankings a little bit and you might find that you appear on the the first page because anything past the first page um, is a bit tricky um, you do have to make sure that you register your site with the search engines as well but again we'll go into that in another episode and I might even try to get a guest on to talk about that because it's not my area of expertise the SEO the search engine optimization um, but it would certainly be great to get somebody who knows what they're talking about to to discuss that so we can go into that now what I wanted to say about your content as well it's really important whenever you're producing any style any piece of content that you keep that ideal audience member in mind 
Um, and this will be a, a theme that is coming through in pretty much every episode so far. It's about knowing who your audience is, knowing who your ideal customer is, almost painting a picture of that person. You know, what TV shows do they watch? What how How old would they be roughly? What are their interests? Where do they work? Um, what kind of demographic are they? What are their, um, you know, what, what kind of house would they live in? What kind of, um, would they be on social media? Where, where do they go at the weekends? All those kind of things. Um, but again, that, that is a whole kind of other episode as well, really. It's about identifying that ideal customer avatar because once you start to build that picture the the problem that you will find is once you try and attract everybody you end up attracting nobody so it's like yeah i'm a tarot reader i can read for everybody um and you know many tarot readers can read for everybody it's just that it's quite hard to connect with an audience when you're so broad um so you probably do have to niche down a little bit and specialize in a particular area and um, but find something that's that's right for you that you like that you're interested in and something that you're good at as well because that's that's a big factor you have to you have to be good at it that that certain um, niche or specialization that you're that you're going into so when we're yes whenever you're producing any piece of content so you always want to think about that ideal customer and imagine that you're writing to them um imagine that you're writing this or recording a video or whatever uh, for that actual person right so we've discussed kind of a broad view of what content is um and you know why it's important why it's valuable and really about what you want to think about when you're producing your content but now we want to i want to talk about the different types of content that you could create as a tarot reader and I thought one of the best ways here was for me to give you kind of an example of say this is a tarot reader somebody who specializes in helping women release blockages release those internal blockages so that they can find love because that could be uh, a, a business right there. It could be a tarot reader who um, really is kind of specialized in love and specialized in, in working with women and helping them um, really kind of address all those issues, all those blockages that they have, or anything from the past uh, to help them find love. So that's, I mean, you know, you can put in your own title here in terms of whatever your specialization is or maybe you do want to just start broad but that wouldn't be my advice but it's it's whatever's going to work for you um but then let's talk through some of the different ideas of content that that person could create so the first one and i think one of the the most powerful really is a blog post uh, so on your website i would say you want to get a blog running um i think it's really important in the way that again search engines really like blogs you know there there a lot of people do read articles online and they're often searching for things so you, you've got a good chance of being found if you write a good meaty blog post that um that is really suitable for your ideal audience so an example here for this particular um, business the tarot reader who helps women release blockages to find love um, could be um, you know 
it could be a blog post about different tarot spreads for love or maybe a blog post about the power of loving yourself to um, before you can love anybody else, you know. So um, different blog articles, but all within that niche and that specialization. Um, another form of um, a- another form of content is video. Now, video is definitely becoming more and more popular and more and more powerful. Really good way of connecting again with your um, with your audience. Great for that know, like, and trust factor because people people really like to uh, see you and they can see you in action. They can build that connection. Now, don't worry if video is not your thing. That's absolutely fine. It's not an essential. But I would say it is something that's becoming more and more important. Um, So you might want to just take yourself out of that comfort zone and try and do some video. And again, we will talk about different ways that you can do video and how you can um, record yourself. I, I I will teach you different ways of recording video. And it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't need to have loads of fancy equipment. Um, You can have, you know, you can do it with your phone. It's as simple as that. Um, in fact, my course, um, Learn to Read Tarot, uh, I ha- recorded that with a webcam that really wasn't expensive, but the quality is really, really good. So um, I will talk through in, in another another episode different ways that you can, uh, you can record video. But so now on video, there's different places that you can host that. So that could be on your website. It could be on Facebook. You might have a video or the the main one I would say that you want to be on is YouTube if you are creating that video because YouTube I think they say it's the second biggest search engine in the world so you have to remember you know YouTube is growing year on year on year more people are watching video so people are jumping on there and searching for tarot spreads or tarot forecasts or all these things and they're they're finding tarot readers on there and connecting with them so I've got a YouTube channel. Um, it's youtube.com slash tarot avenue. And I tend to go on there and do demonstrations of different tarot spreads to, uh, so so people can kind of learn how to use them for, for themselves. Um, so let's take it back to the example about this this business, about the, the love business. Um, so maybe that in those videos, this tarot reader would want to do demonstration tarot spreads. Or maybe there are exercises them you know maybe they're breathing exercises maybe there's a meditation there that you can that you can do to really help you through maybe there's a visualization something like that so um all different types of video would be would be really important and you know i think one of the things with with all the content it's not about throwing everything at once you want to break all those topics down make it nice and bite-sized a bit like me with these podcast episodes i could come in here and talk for like three four hours about all the different things that i want to get off my chest but i know that you know in this day and age people have well short attention spans but also limited time you know and you want to make sure that it's nice bite-sized lessons that you're delivering or you know um not necessarily lessons but i i think it's your content should always be helpful um but real keep them bite-sized so people can you know jump in and jump out when they need to so another piece of content that you could produce would be a how-to guide um and this might be in the form of an ebook or 
maybe even a you know a, a printed how-to guide um a bit more tricky because you're you're getting a bit more expense um when when it comes to printing but an ebook could be could be good and um so if you're creating ebooks so if it was a how-to guide it could be you know how to grow your self-esteem something like that if it was an ebook it might be you know 10 positive changes to make your um to make your life better or 10 positive changes you can make today to help you find love or 10 positive changes to release the your past demons anything like that so and um, people tend to love ebooks and they're also a really good way for you to collect email addresses um, along the way which is really important and i think that's the next um the next um episode that we're going to talk about is the why email marketing and why collecting email addresses is so important i've already mentioned it a bit but it's something that i'm going to keep harping on about until you do it um so yes so how-to guides ebooks anything like that are um are really good to for your audience um i've got a few i've got a book of tarot spreads um that people i've got a goal setting guide that people can um that people can get um what else have i got got quite a few others i used to do a six monthly tarot scope that people could download um i've got um Oh, there's all all different a daily tarot journal template. So I've got all all different types of kind of ebooks and and little quick reference guides and things like that as well. Uh, but these are great. Your audience will love them. And uh, again, keep them helpful. It's not about just you creating whatever you want to create. It's about what your audience wants, what they're craving, what they're asking for, and what's going to take them one step closer to where they want to be on their journey. Now, one other form of um, form form of content is a podcast. So um, here we are on a podcast talking about podcasting. Weird, huh? Um, so I think with podcasting, it's uh, really you know one of the newer ways of connecting with people but it is proven to be really popular um in the last couple of years become really really popular um and that's growing hence the reason that i'm doing it and it's also something that i just really wanted to do i'm really enjoying it so far we're very early days but it's um it's been good fun um so on this podcast it might be just you talking just delivering lessons or um delivering forecasts or uh, answering questions each week to, to your audience maybe you'll get them to email your questions and you can answer them or it might be um, an interview style so maybe if we're going back to our example maybe it's you're interviewing women who have kind of found the key to love and getting them to discuss the steps that they took what changes they made and um, getting people to share their stories and again you want to keep it helpful but also get people that will that your audience will connect to and that they will relate to um so you can you can really um so they can feel they can achieve what that person has achieved as well 
Another way is through Facebook, really. Anything on Facebook is considered content. So you might have daily posts on there. Um, you might be sharing articles from other people. Um, so sharing other people's content is not a bad thing at all. Um, you want to keep kind of mixed between your content and other people's as well. And you might want to do Facebook Live, which again is going back to video. But Facebook Live is a really good way of connecting with your your members there so people can come on they can interact with you they can ask you questions you can talk to them um, and they can kind of interact back and forth um, I, I really like Facebook like I haven't done it for a little while but they're they're really good fun and you tend to if you've got a really lovely tribe tend to be a, a great way for you to just get a bit of interaction there because the problem with a lot of content it can feel like it's one way you know you're writing a blog post you're you're putting all this stuff out to everybody you're sending weekly newsletters you're creating all these things but you don't always get an awful lot back so things with facebook live or instagram stories or anything like that they can be a bit more rewarding because you feel like you are actually getting something back uh, so you might also, another form of content would be a course, uh, an online course, So I or offline course as well actually, an in-person course. I've done a couple of courses um, uh, and a couple of free courses and a paid course. So one, my first course that I did a while ago was um, an intuition, activate your intuition course. So that's tarryavenue.com slash intuition. Um, it's a seven-day email course. The the course gets emailed out to you each day. But that was that was a really good way of connecting with a, an audience and getting people on board. Load like hundreds of people have done that course now. It's been really good. Um, I've also done introduction to tarot reading. So tarotavenue.com slash intro. And that's a free video course. And that's a three-day course. And then I have my paid course as well, which is tarotavenue.com slash learn and that's my learn to read tarot comprehensive over six hours of videos delivered in little bite-sized chunks so lots of different um options when it comes to courses it can be an email course it could be uh, you know you could do it via like skype or zoom where you're kind of talking to people on a weekly basis or it could be an online course and again it can be free or it can be paid Free courses are a really good way, again, to build that know, like, and trust. And just to get that, um, just to get people knowing who you are, um, but also to help build your email list as well, you know, because uh, people will sign up and, and once they're on board, you can hopefully um, interact with them a little bit more, take them a bit further on their journey, and hopefully they'll buy more of your products further down the track. Um, so what course might this person have? So this person might have um, just a course on kind of the different steps to there might be a blueprint to finding love or releasing the blockages or um, any of those kind of things. Um, and a, a couple of other things you might have as well maybe are inf infographics. That would be when you see a, a, when you get a one pager download and it has little images on it, but it might be kind of 10, 10 steps towards mindfulness, something like that. So, but it has little kind of infographic type things that, so it might have a, a little picture of um, illustrating you taking deep breaths through your nose or something like that. Um, 
maybe not a great example, but I hope you understand what I mean. Um, or you can have like checklists or workbooks. For instance, you might have a, a, a little exercise template where a person draws a card a day, writes their interpretation. And, you know, it might be or maybe you tell them like this is about love. And, you know, if you draw 10 cards for love, get them to write their interpretation of each tarot card, um, something along those lines. So as you see, there's that. And honestly, those are just some of the examples. There's so many more. I think one of the key messages, though, is just don't get overwhelmed. Pick one platform to begin with. Um, you know, don't try and do everything at once because you can always build. You'll get more efficient. When I started, I was just blogging um, doing one blog post a week. And honestly, it was taking me like the whole week to write the blog post and get it edited and get the images and everything. It took me and I was I was stressing, thinking, oh, my goodness, I've got to get this done. Um but then I really progressed because I got much more efficient, much quicker at that um, and was able to turn it around, around in a, a shorter time frame, which meant I could then move on to I've done a lot more videos. So I do quite a few YouTube videos now. And then I was able to produce the how to guides and the ebooks and all those things and um, and then create my courses and things like that as well. So you will build up as time goes on. I would say pick one or two platforms to begin with um, don't overwhelm yourself and don't give yourself too much um, at the beginning set your schedule so as I say maybe one piece of content a week you might want to do once a fortnight I, I would say once a fortnight as a as an absolute minimum but my recommendation would be once a week um, I think if you can get into the habit of that getting into that schedule you're um, listeners or subscribers or uh, viewers or your audience will appreciate those kind of weekly updates and um, and then I would say just stick to that schedule so make sure that you're able to commit and go for it and just pick one to begin with and then you will see how your audience builds and just remember as your audience builds you can talk to them you can ask them what do they want what more do they want one of the reasons I'm doing podcasts is people were asking me and my audience they're you know they've, they've expressed that they really like listening to podcasts so they wanted to they wanted me to do a podcast so here we are I am doing that for you so that is it that is um you know the, the what is content and why is content queen I hope you've enjoyed it and if you're enjoying this podcast it really does help me if you can subscribe or if you can you know give us a, a, a good review on there it helps me just get to the top of the listings helps me get found and helps us reach more people um, and I would just love to hear your thoughts on the podcast as well and, and I hope it is all very helpful so I will see you in the next episode thanks a lot bye Thank you for listening to the Tarot Startup Podcast. For more information, visit www.taroavenue.com slash podcast.